The Good Soup Podcast is brought to you by Pilgrim Roasters. Pilgrim Roasters is a roastery and coffee shop located at 4120 Main Street in Maniunk, Philadelphia. Pilgrim Roasters specializes in coffees brought in from all over the world and roasted right there in-house. You can find any of those coffees online at www.pilgrimroasters.com and apply code GOODSOUP10 at checkout to take 10% off your very first order. Now that is a good soup. Good soup. Soup's not a meal. You were supposed to buy me a meal. I'm not stopping you from eating. Go ahead and eat. Get anything you want. Very good. Very good. You know something? No soup for you. Yeah, we both have so much in common. We both love soup. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Good Soup Film Podcast. Uh, it's currently 90 degrees in here. Hot as balls, Hot Matt. as balls. There's a tiny AC unit running in the in the, the corner over you there. You can't see it, there's and pro- it's not helping. There's a fan running that you'll probably also hear, uh, but I don't really care. I'm no, still hot. Yeah. I'm still hot. Eric, can you actually, can you just turn that fan, actually? Yes. Thank you. Thank I mean, you, you. want to know who else was hot? Hmm. Who oh, did? that's so much better, actually. The part, Austin Butler is Elvis. We're talking about Elvis. <laughs> yeah, that bit took Dan a lot to think about. Yeah, we saw Elvis. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I've kind of like been jokingly talking about how excited I am since for this movie. The first trailer dropped. since the first trailer. Oh yeah, it Honestly, was just since it was announced. I mean, <laughs> Matt has made us watch this trailer. Every time, I shit you not, five times a night. Like, oh, we'll wow. go over, and we'll hang yeah. out, and Matt's just, like, a lull happens where it's we're all talking, always, and like, I look YouTube. at YouTube, and Matt's just, like, scrolling, looking for the Elvis trailer, like, ready He's to like, play. He's like, you know what? We should watch it again. I mean, it's Baz Luhrmann. Uh, it's Baz shit crazy. There was a lot of fucking dick shots on Elvis, well, which, you know, it's an Elvis movie. is what it needed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went from uh, from kind of joking this movie into existence to just actually loving it. I, yeah. I had such a good time. Um, it's an Elvis movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if for, for our fans that haven't seen it, uh, mm-hmm. Austin Butler is Elvis, and he does a great job. Yeah, he does an incredible um, job. Baz Luhrmann really made this film. If you're familiar with Baz's work from The Great Gatsby and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, you can tell this is a Baz Luhrmann yeah, movie. Yeah, like ba- right Baz Luhrmann is somehow still, what is he, like 50 yeah, he's not, he's not that old. No, he's like 50, but, but, but he's like 50, 60, and he somehow, every film still feels like they gave a ton of money to a film student and was like, make a movie. Disagree. You see, Really? I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I disagree on the film student aspect. Just, he has a, he has a weird style. He is, and he's a unique director. I'll sometimes give him that. He's, he's unique. He just uh, doesn't wrap I'm, anything Typically, up. I'm a fan of like his, uh, his like cocaine ambition. Yeah, his chaotic like, He his takes a lot of drugs and is like, I'm making a movie. Yeah. Uh, for here, some aspects, I think it worked. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. aspects, I think it didn't. But overall, also, I think yeah. Baz Luhrmann directed an Elvis movie is like the perfect, perfect fit. Perfect combo. And perfect combo. We'll get into the details. And like, yeah. there's things I like, there's things I didn't. I will say this. If you're going to make a biopic, I would take this over Bohemian Rhapsody oh, 10 yeah. times out yeah. of 10. Because like, this, it's interesting. No, because yes. this also tries to be something unique and different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hate it when biopics, especially musical biopics, like Bohemian Rhapsody... It's just a straightforward, he does this, then he sings this, then he sings this. Then he's at a concert where he thinks about his life, and then he goes out and sings. It's, it's yeah, I think one of the, one of the most interesting like aspects <laughs> of this movie for me is its use of performance and Elvis performing. And I, I've seen a lot of talk about, like, 
it's like a shallow movie. It doesn't really get into Elvis. I feel like I learned so much about Elvis and so little at the same time. I feel like I feel like it's very easy to write this movie off as being shallow, but I actually think there's a lot going on under the surface. I think it uses performance and Elvis performing in really interesting ways. I think whenever he is performing, the first couple of times you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a biopic. It's the star. He's doing the song that we all know. But the more you kind of watch, you kind of realize he's doing a lot of performing and not really just kind of like, you know, talking, like interacting, like doing a lot of exposition dumps. Mm-hmm. But the performance in this movie does so much legwork in developing the character that like it's, you know, we're tackling these ideas of like Elvis as like a god, a superhero, a pop culture icon, like, and it does this, it, it, it does this cool thing where like it, it somehow manages to keep that front up where it's like Elvis is this magnetic, insane creature while also just, like, really making him so much more human yeah. at the same time. Uh, going off mm-hmm. that point, like, because you're specifically, like, the uh, musical pieces, mm-hmm. I think when I, the f- moment I first got into this movie mm-hmm. was uh, the concert scene, like, where it's, like, uh, baseball they're, like, the baseball, baseball stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to be new Elvis. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. be old Elvis. And that's really, like, the first time in the movie, if I remember correctly, that they, like, actually, like, Show in full, him at a performance. But Not yeah, just like the no, that was like a like, full song. It's also yeah. like the first scene in the whole movie that's paced correctly yeah. up to that point. Like, like from that movie, from that moment onward, I was in Dallas. Yeah. And yeah. and the hour before that, Dan and I were sitting there like this is pretty much unwatchable. See, like, I don't think I I'd say unwatchable, but I also did not love. No, the I first love. Hour I, by a we long shot. I want to say one thing that you brought up oh. that I think is really interesting. The, per- the performance in this movie, both as the way it's shot and Austin Butler, two thoughts on that. As it's shot, I think it's one of the most interesting uh, action sequence performance movies ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels real. It's switching between, like, broadcast camera and regular cine yes. camera, and it feels like you're there. It feels like you're at times seeing it and at times seeing a clip of it, mm-hmm. and I really like that, and the way that it's, like, super punchy and moves around, yeah. I think it really works. Austin Butler, as well, doesn't so feel good. like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. He feels no, like Elvis. He... And that's tough because there's so many Elvis impersonators yeah, and I... getting the movements and the mannerisms. Yeah. He never feels like that. He just feels like he is the character. Yeah. He's not giving Elvis. He's being no, Elvis. He's so many characters of Elvis. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't feel like one. He yeah. seems, like, possessed by Elvis himself. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, like, Elvis is this huge, massive icon that literally everybody knows. But it never feels like he is playing an Elvis. It just feels like he is it's Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. It never... It never feels like he is playing a version of somebody that you know. It just feels like he is that person. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't even feel like this is Austin Butler's interpretation of Elvis. No, like it's an icon. It's he's just Elvis. Like, this is Elvis. He's Elvis. And, and I, 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 the, I think the internet has like collectively decided it's cringe that Elv- uh, Austin Butler <laughs> is Elvis. <laughs> the Elvis accent, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it, it's well, an the, the accent, well, like the I, accent specifically, but like just in general, a lot of people have already decided it's like very cringe. Yeah. But the and thing I, is, like, I push back could on not that disagree yeah. more. I think yeah. Austin Butler's performance is like the only part of this movie that works for me the entire yeah. time. Yeah. I also think Elvis, like really, really well. Yeah. Elvis as a person is just very hard to portray because there's so many different eras of Elvis. Yeah, I also mm-hmm. think like you have the uh, rock and roll Elvis, mm-hmm. you have the movie star mm-hmm. Elvis, you have yeah. the king of rock wash, and roll. King of rock, you have the like washed end, up, a, yeah. end of his a- Vegas era, yeah. like the washed up. I also don't one. think Elvis is really like a great movie or a character or a person to really like aim at like, you know, Gen X, you know? 
No, it's like, not. I, I don't think it, no. I don't, like I'm just a weirdo. I acknowledge that. Like I, every time I get Wait. excited about this movie, everyone's like, oh, yeah." I, I also yeah. so yeah. and we like, were this talking. This is made for people that are 50 years old. We were talking about uh-huh. this the other night. I couldn't decide leaving the theater if I just like like really love the movie or just love Elvis. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine. Yes. I think yeah. like if you make me enjoy the Elvis performance enough where I'm like, I don't know whether I just like this because I like Elvis or like the movie. It means I like the movie because you did Elvis right. Yeah, like so, if I yeah. liked it because of Elvis, then I, I like the movie because it's about fucking Elvis. Yeah, so yeah. I don't like, I didn't, I'm not really like, a, I'm not like a big like Elvis fan. Oh, I'm like, an Elvis I'm not, head. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like, yeah, give me that Elvis. I'm like, I need some Elvis. Like I just thought, I what? just thought, <laughs> I need, Elvis. I need Mama, some I need Elvis bad. <laughs> I'll need some Elvis. You ain't nothing uh, but <laughs> um, Yeah, but I'm not really like, like he's like Marilyn Monroe to me. Like he's like this icon, okay. this vision. Like it, I'm not really like, I give me an Elvis record. I got to play. Like he's You've like. You've seen Jess, Uncle yeah, Jesse in yeah, Full House. Yeah, You're like, yeah, nice, he's, that guy's he's cool. He's an idea. That's not I why I was Lone excited Stitch. for this. I just, yeah. think Baz, I just think Baz Luhrmann makes the like wildest and often silliest and stupidest movies I've ever seen. It is And it just looked ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. We're talking about people that saying it's shallow, and this is the Baz Luhrmann dilemma. Can you stop? This is the Baz Luhrmann dilemma. I don't think this movie is shallow. I think his problem is he never wraps anything up. He presents an idea and then 10 minutes later forgets that he presented said idea. So it just lingers the entire time and he never goes back to it, which is his ADHD batshit crazy brain. And it's endearing at times. Like, it's really cool. And then at times you're like, this movie doesn't really feel like it's about anything. I do think this movie is about the Elvis relationship with the fans and what a fans can do to someone. Mm-hmm. Because even the way the movie ends, where he's like, it was my love for you the entire time that kept me going and kept me going out there. I think it's about the fans driving a star insane. I think at the heart of it, that's really what he's going for. But between the voiceover Tom Hanks stuff and let's hold off on Tom Hanks. All of it, it gets so cluttered that he doesn't do a good job of presenting that forward. But the way he starts and ends the film, it feels like that's what he's trying to say, maybe. So, I will disagree with everything you just said. How? Because mm. I actually think this is the most focused I've ever seen Baz Luhrmann make a movie. I think everything ties together so well in the most perfect Baz Luhrmann way. I, I, I think, I think the key is I, in a Baz Luhrmann way. I, I, I understand what you're saying, where like nothing's really neat and tidy and tied up like that, but I think it's all playing towards this greater picture. I don't think there is really like I don't think this movie's about like a cohesive story A to B wrapping up character moments. I think it's more about painting a picture. So in okay. that way I think it does like, you know, go all over the place at times, but I never feel like it is without a point. I never feel like it's doing something for no reason or abandoning ideas. I feel like it's all playing into this central idea. And I will say, I actually don't think that this movie is, I don't think the central idea of this movie, for me anyway, was about Elvis and the fans. I know that's kind of the idea that we get kind of put in front of us, and Tom Hanks is talking about that a lot. And he, like, he is describing Elvis's love for like being on stage in the audience. Like, The thing that resonated most with me about Elvis was Elvis. Because again, we, we talked about the performance and how much of it there is in this movie and how little character work and scenes there are, especially in the beginning of the movie, which I love the first hour. I love that the first hour just feels like an hour-long version of the trailer and one long scene that just feels like it goes on forever until we get to like the midway point of the movie and it starts to actually develop. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I, I understand that 
you're outvoted I, three to one on that. I, yeah. I, understand, I understand that. Like, I understand literally that. everyone who's seen the movie is like, that was not I understand that. Weird, choppy, unique. I didn't like that. At one point, me and Eric were just like, yeah, I, I had to look at Dan and be like, I think I'm going to throw up. It did it for me. I loved it. I was completely no. hooked. Yeah, I, 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 loved, I loved all those moments. That but, editor but, got but, his but, uh, subscription worth of Adobe. Yeah, he did. But the point I was but. trying to make was what I got out of this movie far more than I was expecting. I was expecting to, you know, Elvis was this guy who did this thing and this is why we should care. It made me empathize with the character of Elvis way more than I was expecting okay. to in a way where like, it affected me emotionally, and I don't think it was the way that the main story or the Tom Hanks narration was kind of trying to draw me towards. Like, I felt very empathetic towards this character of Elvis in this movie, just as, like, this kid that wanted to sing and was just absolutely just, you know, crushed by the industry that basically formed around him and this idea of celebrity and culture that, like, basically started with Elvis and Marilyn Monroe and all these figures in the 50s and 60s. And, like, we get to the end and, like, all I can see is, like, this portrait of Elvis, like, this young kid who just, like, loves what he does, being absolutely crushed by everyone around him, and he's completely unable to escape it. And, like, in a way more affecting way than I thought. Like, I didn't really, like, I don't know. I didn't really care about, like, the 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 Las Vegas Elvis, the star-studded Elvis, the idea of Elvis and his songs. Like, I, I saw Elvis as a person in this movie, again, developed through this performance, because we see so much performance in the beginning part of the movie, and it and it continues through the end of the movie, but, like, his character is the performance. We, we learn so much about Elvis and who he is and what makes him tick through just these song and dance sections, way more than, I think, in any of the parts where he's just talking or, or interacting, because it always feels like that's where that character belongs and where he wants to be. So anytime he's outside of that, like, I, I just think it's so interesting. I think it uses performance and Elvis performing these songs in a way. And I like... We've talked about Bohemian Rhapsody. I like that this doesn't really do the big iconic moment thing. No, it doesn't. Lot. It, it like, doesn't. It, it does it to a degree. It, it takes on like familiar costumes, songs, yeah. but it's never like it never does the Bohemian Rhapsody. Live like, Aid. Check out, check out this idea for a song, mate. Tell me if it's good. No, and I will say the best scene, in my opinion, is when he's doing the comeback special. That's supposed yes. to be the Christmas oh. special. Yes. Uh, by the way, we will be singing "Here Comes Santa Claus" at the end. Um, <laughs> And you brought he's the sweaters, writing, right? He's writing, um, I have, what, what's it, um, If uh, I Can Dream. He's writing yeah. If I Can Dream on the floor, but it yeah. doesn't seem like he's writing If I yeah. Can Dream on the floor. And you don't know until he starts singing some of the lyrics. And if you're not familiar with Elvis, yeah. you don't know what that song is because it's not a super popular song. And I think it's his most powerful song. Yeah. Well, and I can see Baz Luhrmann listening to that special or watching it uh -huh. and connecting with that song and i really liked how they did that scene where it was it, instead of the big i got an idea for a song let's write it and it's like a montage of them writing it Ooh. it's just like 10 seconds of him on the floor yeah. and writing the song he's playing the piano a little bit and then it's cut yeah. to him performing it and yeah, again well, again i want to i want to i want to go off that because again i think that plays into my point point here where like it, it's really facading and giving you this front that it's about elvis the myth and elvis the god but, like, that moment is so much about Elvis the man that, like, I don't know. It, I feel like in another movie it could have played into the Bohemian Rhapsody, like, look at him write this song. But it feels so much more character-driven than, like, icon-driven. Well, yeah. I, you go. I was going to say, I, you mentioned uh, people who don't know Elvis for the 68 special. I don't know Elvis. Yeah. I literally kn I know, yeah, like, some of his basic songs. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know uh, 
what's it called? I have a dream. Yeah. 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 yeah I did. I've never seen that. Before. If I can dream, but yeah. yeah if I, can I have dream. a dream, is Martin Luther King. So. Oh, well, you know. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking bop. Yeah. <laughs> but no, well, seriously. I have a dream. But like in that moment, you know, I was like, very enticed. Like that was my favorite mo- moment of the movie, also. Yeah. And going over to what you said as well, like mm-hmm. when you take the three big performances in the movie, mm-hmm. the baseball, the special, and I'll just I'm just count all of Vegas as one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah, it each, is really the one big performance. Yeah, yeah, but like each each of those three like really do represent well like how Elvis is changing and developing mm-hmm. like throughout each of them. Yeah, like going back to Bohemian Rhapsody, their music scenes are more or less like look at this song, mate. Yeah, the and songs really, you all know and yeah, love. They don't yeah. really explore uh, Freddie's psych in those yeah. like musical sequences. Again, now I feel like conversely, Rocket Man does a very good job. Yeah. Of showing Elton's psych throughout the music yeah, sequence. But, I feel, but, but that's a different type yeah, of movie. Yeah, I feel like even with Rocket Man, though, we have a very clear line of, like, Elton John goes through something emotional, traumatic, like, all these things happening in his life, and that leads us to this song. Yeah, I feel the like, narrative is pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like with Elvis, like, the two happen so simultaneously in such an interesting way. I feel like, yeah. and I do enjoy how the performance leads to storytelling. I think that's mm-hmm. really interesting and different. And I, I, like I said, I think the strongest part of this movie is the way the performance is shot. Mm-hmm. And it's not just what's happening on screen, it's what's happening in Elvis's head, and it's all implied. Yeah. I really like well, that. And Austin's performance as yes, Elvis. Yes, and Austin's yeah. performance gives as Elvis. Gives you all that, yeah. 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 But, like I said, I still think it offshoots in a bunch of different directions with just mm-hmm. thoughts that Baz Luhrmann's having while creating mm-hmm. it that... It's not that they're not wrapped up in a tight bow. I don't mm. need that. Yeah. It's that yeah. they're literally just there for a second and gone in a flash. Mm-hmm. And I, that bothers me just from a, a tidiness standpoint of it's too messy and it's too confusing at times. Well, now, And I think that also contributes to the length of the movie. Yes, the movie that's did not my have main to be complaint. like two and a half hours. The, the I think that's what makes it feel so long, yes. too. Because yeah. it feels no. like six hours you said it in the beginning of before it was the beginning of the podcast before we started recording we're just like talking <laughs> it's somehow oh i said it before talking yeah it's like especially the first hour it feels like wh- i have like whiplash watching it it's moving at like breakneck speed but also like nothing is happening and it's kind of crawling at like a snail's pace it's just bad at pacing. the same time yeah that's all it is it's bad pacing now that's not necessarily on baz and matt's got a point they do some cool stuff like they him do. They watching do. the the preacher and going back and forth to like the guy performing and the preacher performing i like that i love that it's mm. it's paced horribly it's just like you linger on one shot too long that and then it's too quick too on much. the next but like as we go on through those scenes it's just bad pacing mm-hmm. it's not that the idea behind the scenes are bad it's that it's paced poorly and people are going to struggle with it. Overall, like I said, I have complaints about this movie. I really liked it, and I'd see it again. It's really thought-provoking. It's interesting. And I do like the story it tells on Elvis. It's just that the after sitting with the ending for a while, it feels like it's just here's a bunch of shit, and then here's a heartfelt Elvis ending. Hmm. Which is kind of fine. Like, it does. It, it paints the portrait of Elvis, as Matt said, pretty well. Mm-hmm. It, it works. Like, when you leave the theater, you have a good feeling because yeah. of the ending. But that's just a clip of Elvis performing. So, so I, I don't know. I, I'm conflicted on how I feel about it, how it all comes so together. So my, my, my final thought on, on, on the first hour and like just the, 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 the concept of this movie being shallow or not really getting into, you know, the, just having like a heartfelt ending and not really having a lot of substance in the middle. I think that a lot of the elements that you guys have said that you liked, like him at the Elvis special, him writing the song, all of those elements are present in the beginning and in the ending of the film. Mm -hmm. I think much more 
than you guys are giving it credit for. This might just be me reading into it, but I think those elements are there, especially in the first hour. Um, I think it just all kind of starts to come into focus towards the end. And I will say, we, we, we can get into the, the, the Tom Hanks-shaped elephant in the room. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we will. I've got I, something to say. I, I, love Tom Han- I love Tom Hanks in this movie. I know everybody else in this room is going to agree. I thought he was hilarious. I thought he was great. But I think my most important takeaway, my most important note with the character of Tom Hanks is that I think he is treated as a very reliable narrator in this film. I think, I, I, I think the film itself justifies his reasoning, and he is the one telling us this story. But I don't necessarily think that's true. I think he is a misdirection for the heart and soul of this movie. I totally I, agree. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, again, totally with, with, the, with, the sad Elvis end, with, with the sad Elvis ending and everything, where he's like, Elvis became, like, I listened to him sing one more time, and he was beautiful and everything. Again, I don't think the point that Tom Hanks's character is giving us about all of these emotions, like, when he's describing Elvis mm-hmm. and giving us emotions about Elvis and kind of, you know, the standard way that a narrator would kind of guide us through the story, I think everything that he says is a misdirection well, to what's actually the, movie the point of the movie. The movie sets him up as a con man. Yeah, yeah I think exactly. Entire time. It's very clear. I don't, like you're not supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to take him as a reliable yeah, but narrator. I think it's I, very much so. I think also the way... Mm-hmm. As much as I dislike the way the movie opens, mm-hmm. the way the movie opens with Tom Hanks dying and everything uh. and being like, I'm the colonel and I'm on my deathbed and everyone thinks that I killed Elvis. Here's what really happened. Yeah, it's his point of view of what really happened. Yeah. And like, I don't think you're supposed to take that as yeah. and fact. I, I think it's very easy to kind of, you know, very li- take that very literally and be like, did these things really happen? Is that how that's Elvis That's what it's trying to make. It's trying felt? to make, like, I feel like... I mean, I don't know. I can't, like, recite Wikipedia's, like, page yeah. on Elvis. Like, I don't, like, I can't, like, yeah. read you his, like, biography yeah, I, or anything. In 1959. But, like, there's so, he was so, so prevalent, obviously, mm-hmm. in yeah. pop culture. And it's kind of like when, like, even nowadays, like, with celebrity, like, you feel like you know every single thing about them. Like, you know their birthday and their favorite color and this, that, and the other mm-hmm. thing. And that was kind of, like, just beginning. Yeah, he was the one. With Elvis. He was the yeah. first guy. And so it's kind of like, you think you know everything about Elvis. The colonel thought he knew everything about Elvis. and mm-hmm. like, But I feel like it's making the point of, like, yeah. you don't really know. But the, the, the point that I'm trying to make, like, a step beyond mm-hmm. that, is I think there's this interesting idea where, like, we have this narration where, like, Tom Hanks, like, in a very meta way is, like, he's describing Elvis's life, especially at the ending, and, like, mm-hmm. he's kind of giving his final thoughts on how we should feel about Elvis. But I think that that's very different than the final thoughts that Baz Luhrmann wants us to have about Elvis yeah, because by the shows end of the, the movie. Yeah, he shows the clip at the end where yeah. he's performing, uh, what is it, it's the melody, I can't remember the name of it, but he's performing it, and it's the actual performance that Elvis yeah. had, his last live performance, that's what you're supposed to be left with. Yeah, but I, I think there's this interesting kind of, like, two thoughts happening at once. Where, like, mm-hmm. I think I think it's very easy to write this movie off as being shallow if you follow Tom Hanks' guide yeah. and hit how he refers to Elvis as this icon and the ideas and the thoughts that he wants you to dwell on versus what I think is, like, happening simultaneously in what Baz Luhrmann and what this movie is trying to say Will you allow me to Elvis. expand on that real I would quick? Love, I would love to. I think one of the no. most interesting... <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, uh, bye, guys. I do, not, I do not yield my We're time. We're kicking Eric out. I think uh, one of the most interesting parts of this movie is Eric has left as Tom Hanks deteriorates as a reliable narrator, mm-hmm. his character's trust from Elvis and people around him also deteriorates in the movie. Mm-hmm. So as an audience member, when Elvis is in the hospital visiting him, ready to go on tour, and he's like, no, the international's opening... 
the audience is like, don't trust him, don't trust him. And then the narration's like, he could trust me. I always had what's best. And he goes, the snowman did it again. And you're like, no, don't trust him. No, you are but the con. At yeah. the same time, we're losing trust in the narrator, and the narration is becoming more senile and mm -hmm. manipulative yeah. and perspective. So, like, as our attention on the character is becoming more like this guy's unreliable. His narration is also becoming more unreliable. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a really interesting element. Had to be intentional. There's no way you do that oh, by accident. 100%. And I think that that was a really cool thing and he stuck with it. Mm -hmm. And that, again, like I said, a lot of things he doesn't stick with in this yeah. movie. He sticks with that idea. Yeah. And it makes the ending ambiguous, like yeah. you said. And, and I, I think it's a great point. I would even say that those ideas are with the film from the beginning. They I think, are. I think they that are. you start they to are. really yep. realize it and it starts to really become obvious I mean, obvious from the beginning the of the movie, yeah, yeah. When he's, you don't trust yeah. it. When yeah. he's trying to be like, oh, we'll take care of the record label, and then you see like they kind of take care of his original record label, but then stuff deteriorates as it yeah. goes mm -hmm. on, and like you start to figure out early that when there was like the Nightmare Alley section of the movie that he's yeah. a con man. <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah. When they like just... The, the it's just geek, Elvis yeah. standing, and right behind him is, is the, the, geek. the geek poster. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny. But if, uh, funny, if, if yeah. you know about like Parker, and you know about who he is going yeah. into it a little bit, you know that like he never was a citizen, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. he tried to claim that he couldn't be tried because he wasn't a citizen. You know those things. Going I don't know in. why he thought that yeah. would work. And, um, <laughs> and again, I might be, I might just be reading into all of it just because I because I like this movie but and I, mean, I want to like, like that's it more. Kind of what movies are for. Yeah, I agree. But I I think it's very I think it's easy to write this movie off as very tropey and biopicy. But I actually think that it has a very keen eye on the bio biopic tropes and the ideas and the themes that it's if you watch so. this movie tropey. and call yeah. it tropey i yeah. think you might need to be put in yeah. a mental institution yeah, yeah. Okay. this was far from like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i don't mean to shit on that no but no like, no yeah. i if you yeah. claim the that as lerman's elvis place. is yeah. tropey yeah. then you okay. have never seen a movie before in okay your life. okay so tom hanks mm. yes is in the movie he is in the movie last time i checked Yeah, he's in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I have a bunch of thoughts about Tom Hanks mm -hmm. and his choice, the choice to make him the narrator of the movie, which you've already been talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't love the choice. No, I don't either. To make Tom Hanks the narrator. I do think it is an interesting choice and that Matt has brought up a lot of reasons why it is an interesting choice. I don't think interesting choices are always good choices. Yeah, agree. But, 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 but. I do think without having Tom Hanks as the narrator, a lot of the things that come to light in the end of the movie don't really exist in the same way because, so you have Tom Hanks as un narrator, unreliable narrator, the audience doesn't trust him. And so when you're sitting there watching him like pull one over on Elvis, you're sitting there going, oh, no, 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 please don't do it. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. I know you're going to do it because we know what happens in your life. But, like, don't do it because it's so obvious to us as audience members that he's playing you for his own personal gain. And if Tom Hanks isn't the narrator, that doesn't exist in the same capacity. Yeah. Because if you're placed in Elvis's point of view, you... I mean, sure, it can... I, it probably would still be a little obvious that he's playing. But if you're placed in Elvis's point of view, it becomes like a trust and betrayal story yeah but what we we don't have i mean we kind of have that but because you're with yeah. the colonel the whole time it's not really about the i trusted you how could yeah. you do this to me blah 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 blah. and so for that reason i'm like yeah i, I don't think it thing. was the wrong I choice think, to I, like, make. I like parker as the narrator yeah. i think that's a good decision for the movie 
My I think it's a good decision for the My movie, but I still is, um, don't like it. I don't know what Tom Hanks was doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. My crazy thought. No, My crazy thought. I like Tom Hanks in an ant- ant- villain role. Yes. Yeah, I it works. It because was typically fine. when you see Tom Hanks, he's someone he's who you like, Rogers. trust him. Yeah. Yeah. You trust him. So when you place him in a more shady con role, it's interesting because mm-hmm. it goes against his typecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My problem with Tom Hanks in this movie is two things. One, Only two? One, I don't know what he's doing acting wise mm-hmm. like yeah he has an accent it's it's dutch apparently mo- yeah um, uh is it yeah that's what they said on google i had to look it yeah. up and i'm still but not just sure. like there's so many times throughout the movie where it's so obviously like 80 yard or something going on yeah. i was like what is he saying yeah um i will say this and i think it's one of the things this movie doesn't hit on more that i wish it did mm-hmm. the idea of like muddling the lines because Tom Hanks at times is making decisions for himself, but also like making a decision that's good for Elvis. Like the first Vegas thing, the six weeks, that was a good decision for Elvis. But it's also mm. a good uh, thing for decision him. Decision for Hanks. Yeah. But, but does, he, does he ultimately know that it's going to lead into this snowball? I don't think so. Mm. I don't, but maybe he does. Wait, and that's I'm, the thing. It's the muddling the lines of like. I don't think in it's the, really muddling it You don't that think much, so? Because no. in the moment when I'm watching it, I'm like. Oh, this actually could be good for Elvis, and then you figure out down the line that he kind of had the plan all along, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit, he had this in his back pocket." Yeah, well, it's not really muddling but because in, like, but in the moment, it does. Um, it I think it's just it does, the way they're least. presenting yeah, exactly. it. Exactly, but I think they could have done it even more to kind of like keep me from knowing mm-hmm. like yeah. that he's gonna pull one over on him. Because there's a few times in this movie where you're not sure if what Tom Hanks is doing is ultimately the worst decision. You're like, oh, no, I can kind of get that. I, I can kind of get behind that. Well, because sometimes I think he makes good decisions for Elvis only if they line up with yeah. good decisions yeah, for him. Yes, exactly. And so sometimes yeah. he is doing things that are good for Elvis, but ultimately, like, that's not what he cares about. Because if Elvis is doing good, it benefits him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, yeah. the purpose. Like, anything that happens good for Elvis is good yeah. for him. And all those moments, I was like, Elvis is like, oh, well, I would like to do this. He... Pulls like a 10D chess plan yeah. to make sure Elvis yeah. can't do that. And again, like Elvis the fake like, death threats that yeah. are implied but not confirmed. Elvis is like, oh, I want to go international. He's like, ha And he just like does this whole thing where he's like, yeah. ah. People are trying to kill you. Yeah. And again, I think you brought up that having Tom Hanks be the narrator rather than a side character in Elvis's story is a very interesting choice. I think rather than have it be a story of betrayal, it makes it more a story of tragedy. Yeah, we, we, are, yeah. we are a captive audience that's, that's just forced to watch saying this. It, much the, 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 yeah. This the, feels like a Greek tragedy right. in a way. Yeah, uh-huh. honestly, it and makes, pres- it makes yeah. Elvis feel like a Greek and tragedy. Because yeah. the way Especially they present Elvis in this movie. Like as an icon. They too. present him as like this mythological figure. Yes. Yeah, I think like, it does a very yeah. good job of doing that without being... It's weird to say like ham fisted about it because this movie is very like in your face. But again, I think it's easy to say but that it's... But it's also sincere. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's easy to say it's like very obvious and very in your face but i think it i think it's doing a lot more work under the surface and in ways that subtlety is not a word that i like to use for baz luhrmann a lot yeah, no but no. i think this movie does a lot of work subtly i really with how razzle dazzle i really I do think it's that natural deterioration between mm-hmm. like the characters on screen and the narration that's plunging you into those thoughts yeah. and that in a good way. It doesn't like, work without Tom Hanks as the yeah. narrator, no, it which doesn't. frustrates so, me. I think, I think, so I'm going to interrupt you. No, 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 you. please. I think if it was somebody else and not Tom <laughs> Hanks, I think I might like the choice. Yeah. But because of, like, how just kind of goofy he is, mm-hmm. and, like... It is still the, a Baz Luhrmann movie. No, yeah. I know. <laughs> and, like, 
I was laughing a lot within the first hour, mm-hmm. but I was like laughing at the film, like at yeah. Tom Hanks. Like yeah. I wasn't like, and I, 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 I think can, with like baby, 75, mm, 75% accuracy, a lot of that was intentional, whether mm-hmm. that was like Baz Luhrmann directing Tom Hanks in that mm-hmm. way, or Tom Hanks was on some shit and yeah. like acting in the way he, like, yeah. I, 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 mean, I think it's very intentional. Yeah. When, when you shoot 90% of your movie against blue screen for no reason, Anyways, it just. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like laughing a lot and there were moments I was, moments? Moments where Little. I was like. We did have Doja Cat. Where I was like, okay, yeah, they are going for goofy here, but there were times when I was like, I don't know, I, I just, not that you're supposed to take this movie seriously, I don't think it's trying to be like always serious all the time, but there were moments when I was like, I'm more more so laughing at this than laughing with this. I think if like the, the structure and the pacing of the mm-hmm. first hour was different, I probably would have liked it even more. And I didn't dislike the movie. I don't yeah, want to say I, like I disliked the no, movie. No, I, I actually liked the movie. I yeah. liked it's it too. Just, I was I so entertained. I, I was emotionally compelled. And like, it's the I'm having like the hereditary experience yeah. where I cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling yeah. Matt this yesterday. I was like, I gauge a movie by how impactful and like how much I liked it by yeah. if in two days I'm still thinking about the movie. Yeah. And it's been, what, three or four days? Yeah. I'm still thinking about the yeah. movie, so, so it must be a good movie. I think you guys are having a similar experience <laughs> to what I had. Just slower? Just be, yeah, <laughs> just being excited for this movie for four months, where it, it becomes almost this, like, Star Wars Episode three thing, where you're like, this is kind of bad, and now I'm, like, laughing at it. But now I'm genuinely enjoying it, and it's gone from like okay, this thing okay. that I hate, and I'm gonna. Okay, I never hated but, it. But, but let, yeah, no, but hate let's is not a very bring up the mean god of movies here. Yeah. I, I, I have the high ground vein. now, Elvis. Because, similar vein. Because Elvis isn't a mean movie to me. <laughs> no. I enjoy Revenge of the hey, Sith. Matt, because I think it's, it's a joke both. movie. Hey, I think Matt, it's both. Can yeah. I have a sip of your coffee. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sponsored by Pilgrim Roasters. Pilgrim Roasters. Ah. Like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Thank you, yeah, I, um, I think it's similar, but not the same. Um, I, d- I don't even know, like, what to say. I have so many, so yeah, many thoughts I have something about to this. say. Go, go. You better settle up or things are going to get... Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wait, this. I, got, I, I had to TLE up, up for that because Aaron. we had an all-time moment leaving the theater <laughs> where I did a no-look behind the back point to TLE up, and I didn't even know if she was paying attention, and she hit it on the spot. It was pretty great. Hey, I got one more for you. Yeah. He's white. <laughs> All right, I will say one Hysterical. thing. Though. Hysterical. Oh. Well, one thing. I one of my favorite artists of all time is Little Richard, mm-hmm. and the Little Richard like performance with BB King and yeah. like the club was my highlight of the movie yeah. because like they hit the nostalgia for me, mm-hmm. but also the guy playing Little Richard. He was and so it wasn't. Good. Oh, yeah. I looked it up. That wasn't a voiceover because it sounded just different enough where I could pick up on it. Mm-hmm. He was singing Little Richard, which yeah. is Wait, almost really? impossible, and he had the leg up on the keyboard. Yeah, he was Little Richard. Like, yeah. I got lost in that. I, I was like, yeah. oh, that is Little Richard. I do. I, okay, mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved all of the performances. I know you've mm-hmm. already like talked about the performances. I think like somehow I wanted more of the performances. Yeah, yeah. Like I wanted yeah. longer performances. I mm-hmm. wanted like more of them because yeah. I agree with what you said, mm-hmm. where a lot of the character work and a lot of the storytelling happens in the performances, yeah. and then they were trying to like just do more dialogue and yeah. do more of this and, and it, also advance the story that way. Yeah. And it wasn't working as well for me. And, and I also think that's when Tom Hanks comes in more is not yeah, in that's, performances. That's, that's what I was going to say is that 
Tom Hanks does this interesting thing that is frustrating to watch, but works so well from a character standpoint, where every time we really start to get into Elvis performing, and we're really like, I'm like enamored by Austin Butler playing Elvis and just like watching this great performance, hearing Tom a song Hanks that I love. And Tom Hanks just shows up and is like, I'm shutting the fun down. Comeback well, special. Also, yeah. The comeback yeah. special Wait. is the scene where they keep flashing to the studio and there's the cool hippie guy. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, Tom Hanks is like, he's got to play Here Comes Santa Claus. And yeah. you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, exactly. I want to watch okay, this. Well, and you're right. In like, that scene, it works. Like, it works, no, but it's you know what? certain but scenes, like, it's like, mm. like in the baseball stadium scene, it really yeah. bothers me. I didn't need well, him yeah. in that you scene at all. I wanted that like, to be a nice moment. You know what, though? I think it's... <laughs> I think it's pretty ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, yes, it's, no, it's, yes, no, 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 yes, because, because, welcome, <laughs> this side of the table, continue, well, because, 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 <laughs> I like Matt's in his Joker <laughs> arc over Elvis. Matt, Matt, another Matt is harder than a diamond in an ice storm okay, right listen, now under though, the table listen, talking I'm about Elvis. the microphone back out of the stand. Do no, it. because, because <laughs> you're having fun. Austin Butler is dancing and singing his heart out. And you're like, my God, he's mesmerizing to look at. Beautiful. And then Tom Hanks struts on in and shuts it down. And he takes all that away, like, in the story. Yeah. But then also, like, in the movie. Like, he takes it all away, like, in the moment. And, like, the yeah. scene they're retelling. And I think that lands... <laughs> And then he also derails. He also derails the the narrative of the movie, <laughs> and he so he's taking it like taking it away from Elvis, but then he's also like taking the audience away. Yeah, yeah. But then no, he's no, no, talking like, about how much Elvis loves the audience again. You're, you're like you're like you are in the middle of I, it. Again, I, I, my I problem <laughs> isn't his role in the movie. My problem is Tom Hanks acting. Yeah, in the no, movie. So no, Dan, no I love what him. you're I love saying him. is good. Yeah, like so I if got it was that somebody else. Would we like it more? I think we would. Yeah. I'm yelling I, so much. I, I, I would Hanks. personally, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody else do it. I haven't seen a weirder performance yeah. in my life well, than see, Tom Hanks. I, I do think he was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, ba Baz, that was a very clear Baz direction yeah, on that. I, and acting, I think if you, if you can say anything I'm about this conflicted. movie, like, yeah, I conflicted. loved it. You guys were more lukewarm on it. I think we all would go see it again. I think I'm no, 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 yeah, I, yeah, with, with everything I'm yeah. saying, I am more. Room towards, is that room temperature? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I love yeah. this, I, yeah. but I'm closer to a love than a like. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I think I gave it three and a half on Letterbox, and that was mm -hmm. really hard because I was like, I kind of want to give this movie four, uh -huh. and I gave it three and a half strictly because all the elements we're talking about mm -hmm. with Tom Hanks and the butting in. And it really works mm -hmm. an hour into the movie. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work in the first hour because the pacing's so wonky that all of I this stuff, when it happens, really bogs down the story and bogs down the pacing. And then we jump to hyperspeed and then we come I back down. I think it's still there. I think it's still there. No, I, just, I, like, no, I don't I, think that, Eric's that's saying where it's the not elements there. aren't there. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you want a really detailed review, check my review on Letterboxd. I spent a lot of time on that. Um, He's very proud yeah, of it. Yeah, I am. Uh, I took a half star off because of the beginning. Otherwise, it's a four-star movie, and it, it, there's no complaints on a four-star movie. That's a real for me yeah. a four-star. That you get the <laughs> four-star. I don't give out five stars. Eric's hard to please. I am. I don't I'm, know. I'm if the you hardest up on man that. to please in film. I will complain about the littlest detail if unless I find it's Top Gun. It. Yeah, unless it's Top Gun. I mean, you oil up those beefcakes. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like I have something to say. Yeah, it, it, uh, I'll bring it back to what you were saying, but I think that those elements where Tom Hanks comes in and interrupts and nev we never really get that full joy of Elvis you know, adds to the tragedy. I think I hate that it works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would ever make that choice mm -hmm. that they made narratively. 
and I don't want it to work. Mm -hmm. And it does work. And I think that makes me mad <laughs> because I think it's a good choice for the, the movie they made. Mm -hmm. And I don't like it, but not liking something doesn't make it bad. No. And also, like, not, <laughs> not liking certain <laughs> elements of a movie <laughs> just makes it conflicting. And I think this movie, as every Baz Luhrmann movie I've ever seen, yeah. is very conflicting because there's some things he does that no one else can do. And there's some things he does that are just straight yeah. bad. And, I, and like, I'm sweating I, it, so much. I am too. It's so, so hot in here. here. Well, I mean, we're, t we're talking about Elvis. Jinx, yeah. you owe me I, a sip but, of your but coffee. Again, that's why I think Baz Luhrmann and Elvis are such a perfect pairing because it's just like. No one else could direct Elvis. I said Jinx, show me a sip. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it, even with my, even with me not being you on this movie, <laughs> even I'm like, there's no other person who could do Elvis better than Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, it's he's it's, the most bad no, and that's yeah, the thing. Imagine. And I said it leaving the movie, and we had a long talk in the bathroom with a bunch <laughs> of dudes. Me and Eric are in the bathroom, right? This dude. Opens the stall and says, Rips, "Yeah, guys, like, I agree." Literally, like fucking Kung Fu Panda bursts through the stall, and he's like, "I remember the last time I saw what was the movie? He, he no, he it wasn't his, Romeo no, and Juliet. He saw, or the, he saw Elvis twice already. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, I saw wait, an early wait, screening. Yeah, he saw it on the day. No, though? yeah, he saw an early screening because through like stubs, which you can do. Oh. And then the other guy who came out of the bathroom, the older guy, was like, "Yeah, I remember when I watched that other Baz Luhrmann movie. It worked a lot better on ecstasy." And I was like. <laughs> I am washing my hands, sir. Yeah. Um, I don't know what log you just dropped in the toilet, but I do not need to hear that. Log and then of when we all went up to like the group to talk as you guys were standing yeah. there, he lingered. Like he walked he did, through he, like, and then he turned the around and like, looked really sad, like he wanted to join in. And then he was like, <laughs> if, now I'm too if, old. If you're a middle aged away. gentleman and you saw Elvis uh, at the AMC Fashion District uh, at 9 p.m. on a Thursday yeah. uh, and you saw us. Hey. Yeah, come hey. on the pod. Hi. I, Hi. I did. I will say I did give him the podcast on YouTube. Nice. So I mean, whether I hope he, he sees this. I hope you he sees this. Um, he, was, he, he also <laughs> ran the water and didn't wash his hands, which I have. <laughs> you know what? He I'm, turned the I'm water listening. on and he went. It was one of the sensor ones, so he went like this and then pulled his hands away, let it run for a second, and then left. Okay, so I'm rescinding the point, invite. If he doesn't wash his hands, he well, can't come on the pod. The issue is that he no, he was in the stall. So I'm a big like if you pee. And don't mm -hmm. wash your hands. All you're doing is pulling the fly down. I mean, I, I still wash my hands, but like I'm not do gonna. You? Yeah, I'm, I don't believe you now. Okay, fine. I feel like this I do, is a perfect but I'm not gonna. For Baz Luhrmann's Elvis <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna like crucify you, but if you poop and don't wash your hands, you deserve to be arrested. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. No, I think you're a menace to society then. Yeah, no, you are. If you're out there if you're wiping around down, with, with ooh, are you mud not wiping pie hands, hands, you're so, out. Tom, are they wiping? If they're not washing their hands, are they wiping? You, what, you know what? Just a to, very good just point. Just to bring it back in, Tom Hanks didn't wash his hands. No, Tom, no. I said it earlier. No. Tom Hanks gives a big, smells like a tuna fish sandwich, but you never see him eating one vibe in this movie. Like, 100%. You're like, this guy Honestly, doesn't even yeah. eat tuna salad, but he smells, he smells like, like one. Him. Yeah. I feel um, like he's like shoveling coleslaw in his mouth. Yeah, like, the whole time. Favorite food, coleslaw. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah it, it yeah. seems like it. Yeah, I think I think this movie it, it does a great job of being a beautiful mess. It, it, yeah. it touches on a lot of these interesting ideas. Maybe doesn't always follow through with through with all of them all the, a lot of the time. Uh, it talks about Elvis's history with black music and the black cultures, and that, it like, does it well. Inspired the music. Yeah, it 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 it. It does it in an interesting way where it brings it in. It doesn't really give us a definitive answer. You know, yeah. like Elvis was bad, Elvis was good. It just it it shows brings it into happened. the story and it constantly reminds us you that know, it's there. It did. You know, it shows it did, what you know. happened without a lens. It, it did, just presents the events. Dan and I, yeah, it's it did conveniently skip over uh, one detail. Though. It skimmed. Oh, Elvis. Is oh, she's the, fourteen. Elvis's child wife. <laughs> yeah. 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 Elvis. Yeah. Elvis met. Priscilla? Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla. When she was a teenager. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he was 25. Hey, man, it was the 60s. And when they never bring it. I don't care. I'm joking. <laughs> they, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, but they were like. Hashtag cancel air. Oh, it was the 60s. <laughs> Tom, Tom Hanks is narrating, and he's like, yeah. And Elvis met beautiful Priscilla when she was a teenager. How old teenager? <laughs> and they old? never like mention it again yeah. until the very end when they're like getting a divorce. And he's like, well, I'll be 40 and you'll be 30. I think they're going to save all that for the Drake biopic. And they, they <laughs> you could not pay me any money to see that if they make a Drake biopic. You I could hope not Jim Carrey pay me. plays Drake. It's just going to be uh, the scene no, from but Little like, Lady and the Tramp where they're eating the spaghetti, but it's going to be Drake and like five of his homies and they just like <laughs> kiss a little bit. <laughs> But anyways, fucking hate Drake. They were just like <laughs> Drake. If you're watching this, fuck you. Your new album's trash, and you don't even write That's your own the, Why lyrics. are we talking about him? I, I don't know. Hey, I wanted to. But yeah. hey, Drake, this weekend, if you want to watch Stranger Things, <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan's down. Anyways, I, mean, I th- they did a decent job, I think, talking gross. about like his influence or mm. the influence that black music and culture yeah. had on Elvis's music. Don't think they did no, a great yeah. job addressing the 14-year-old yeah, bride. Yeah, the statutory rape but one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you win some, you lose. No, it's all right. He was in the military. Mm, yeah. <laughs> hey, I and did I know, say... Like, oh. I know, like, nah, judging people like of the past by like today's moral standards, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, still weird. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still the, weird. Still weird. The scene with and pers- they d- deliberately chose to just kind of be like, yeah, yeah. we're no, just going to mention it. They swept it, it under the rug. Which yeah. is like... <sighs> yeah. 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 Not um, that they needed more like random yeah. plot points yeah, to talk yeah. about in that no, movie. No, they but didn't. like it's well, still something that like But I was yeah. like I was it like, Oh, important. we mentioned she's a teenager? Yeah, no, it's and then we like didn't really ever the mention scene it again. With him and Priscilla at the end where she leaves him is a super powerful scene. Wait, the I, car scene or when she divorces no, him? No, when she divorces him. And yeah. he's like he he has the moment of realization that he's a piece of shit and he's strung out when she says it, but it takes him a minute to get there and then he realizes he has to let her go. Again, and then Austin in that Butler like gives it last moment of weakness, he's like can't you just stay and she's like if I stay, mm-hmm. if I don't leave now I'll never leave. That scene is so powerful because it's authentic. Like the the performance they both give, not just Austin Butler. No, she also the, gave yeah, it amazing. The performance they both give in that scene doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like I'm watching something in real life. And I will give this movie credit. The performance does that. Everything that doesn't have Tom Hanks does that because Tom Hanks. And this is my always my complaint with Tom Hanks. I'm watching a movie when I'm watching Tom Hanks. He's not a very sincere actor in anything. Hmm. I always feel like I'm watching Tom Hanks in a movie. I never feel like I'm watching events happen. I never get lost in his performance. You know, I, I get that. I get I, that. I get actually, lost yeah. in other performances in this mm-hmm. movie, um, especially the Hollywood sign scene. I yeah. kind of lose. Really I kind of lose frame that that's a movie for a that, minute. I think that like section of the movie yeah. is, is the most. The best. Yeah, that's yeah. the best yeah. section. Yeah. No, I would agree. Yeah, but like, you know, that scene on the steps where she leaves him is really yeah. powerful and really transformative in that. I forgot I was watching a movie for a minute, and then the scene ends, and you're pulled back in. You're like, I'm in a movie theater right now. I'm sweating. What is happening? Yeah, I'm I, sweating. Yeah. I'm sweating. Okay, like it's, I, I'm like too hot to think. Honestly. I had. I think I had a very similar like realization. Sounds too dramatic, but whatever. Like right as the movie ended, I think I was talking to Colleen, mm-hmm. and I was like, Hi, Colleen. "Hey, Colleen." Hi, Colleen. Um, Hi, Boo. When I was like, I don't think I liked it as much as I wanted to. Blah 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 blah. But I was like, but I like felt a lot of emotions like while watching yeah. that movie and like when you're watching a bad movie you just like it it doesn't always like stir something in you mm-hmm. maybe no. like laughter but like yeah like like men i men, was about to say your take on men yeah i was gonna say men like men has a very intense ending but leading but up like, to that it doesn't really get you invested in it no but also like even like when you're watching kind of like gross and horrifying things yeah yeah, it, yeah like it it was a horror movie and yeah, it made itself evident that it was a horror just, movie whatever yeah, yeah. but like 
I was never like emotionally compelled watching men. I was bored. Yeah. And I was never like, I don't know. Yeah. I never felt any kind of but yeah. emotion it, it, watching that. It but has while watching Elvis, even when I was like, ooh, weird decision, like weird narrative decision, weird editing decision, whatever, mm-hmm. I still was like, oh my God, I'm like sad. Yeah. Like I'm and heartbroken. I mean, ultimately, I'm like that's like, like and, I was like, and what ultimately, the, that's like the purpose of movies. Yeah. Like, even if yeah. they're not always yeah. the best made, like, it's all about the lasting yeah. impact I on mean, you. I mean, Andre Tarkovsky's Mirror, which is a film I really love. Mm-hmm. Much, very similar to Baz Luhrmann's no. Elvis. Yeah, it's not where I was going. But the, <laughs> the film is not a narrative film. It's mm. all based on how you feel yeah. visually and just dialogue-wise in each scene. Mm-hmm. It has honestly no connected threads scene to scene, really. Yeah. It's just, I want you to feel this emotion. Here's how I'm going to yeah. do it. Elvis at times feels like that. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's the impact of a movie. It's different than a movie like Top Gun, not to bring it back, which is fun the whole time. And you yeah. do feel like the highs and lows, but it's never like, oh, my heart's broken. Yeah. Maverick's dead. It's like, oh, he's back. Let's yeah. go. That's so yeah, hype. I, Whereas yeah. Elvis has the highs and lows, and it yeah. makes you feel all the emotions. And if you're an Elvis head the like me, like I said, or a Baz boy like Matt, the um, during thing. the performance when he's playing the songs, like when he does um, Burn in Love on in the Vegas stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I went nuts. I was like, this is amazing. I feel yeah. like I'm watching Elvis live because of the way the camera's moving and because of the way he's shooting it, yeah. which is very cool. And that's the performance yeah. will give you that feeling, but also that scene with them on the steps will give you that low feeling or the scene yeah. at the end when he's watching the TV. Yeah, I think I had a fantastic time watching Top Gun, but I don't think I thought about Top Gun after the fact no. nearly as much as I thought about Elvis. I love Top yeah. Gun. I I've seen it, Top it was fantastic, Gun three, had a great time. seen it three times now. Yeah. It's not a movie you're going to leave the theater thinking about the plot yeah. points and emotions, you're going to be like, wasn't it sick when he stole that F-18? Yeah, entertaining. And it yeah. was. Like, it like, was. And it was. Yeah. Like, that's the point of that movie is that it's a fun action movie. Yeah. Like, Elvis is not cool. that. Yeah. Elvis is a weird... Elvis wasn't an action movie? <laughs> bizarre Baz Luhrmann biopic. Yeah. And you're right. It wor- for, for what it is, it yeah. works really well. Yeah. Um, I, I have complaints and complicated feelings, but... Fair enough. Overall, I think we made that very go clear. see the movie. <laughs> Overall, yeah. you couldn't I would for a better representation of Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. It's bombastic, it's energetic, but it's messy as hell. Yeah. yeah. And that that's Elvis. Yeah. And you don't really know how to feel about anybody by the end of it. Yeah. 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 Well... I loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd watch it again. I watch it again. I want to go. That, watch that's it again. really the stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. And I feel like how Matt was hyping this up, going into it, and how he feels, how we're all gonna feel about Minions: Rise of Gru. That's exactly yeah. what I was because thinking. Because I have been hyping it up, and I'm. See, s- I saw a trailer for it. I went to see Lightyear the other day. Watch it on Disney Plus. Don't bother. Um, <laughs> it's good, but watch on Disney Plus. But not that good. I not guess. not that good. It's yeah. not that good. Uh, Socks the cat. If you're watching this, I love you. <laughs> And uh, I'd like right, you to be my friend. Right, because he's watching right now. Maybe he is. You never know. He's from um, the future, but, Eric. But uh, yeah, so. Oh, you know but, what? But I will say, like, they showed a trailer for Minions Rise of Gru, and mm-hmm. it's just a scene of them on the plane. Like, you know, they're the stewardess. Listen. They're farting. They're, 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 they're doing, like, stuff. They're crashing <laughs> they're the plane. He gets minions. stuck in the toilet at one yeah. point. M- and, uh, much like I'm how so Baz Luhrmann makes us think about the icon of Elvis, I think Minions is going to think think make us think about what it means to be a Minion. What does that mean? Okay. Yes, it's going to be a long Phineas and Ferb episode, and I'm really ready for that. Anyway, I'm here for it. Anyways, I would say... For those those of you who go to AMC theaters, mm-hmm. I did enjoy Elvis more than the Nicole Kidman ad, which mm-hmm. is saying mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. That's the gauge. Yeah, yeah that I is think the that's the gauge. That's, no, that's my new gauge. Uh, you was, guys also was Lightyear better or worse than the Nicole Kidman ad? I'd say better. Or on par. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say it was better than the Nicole Kidman ad, which is saying a lot. Okay, no, no. Did you have more fun watching yeah. the Nicole Kidman ad or Lightyear? No. Oh, oh, or Lightyear? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, no, Lightyear. No. Because I think so we, I would say I would say mm-hmm. back to men, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disliked. Yeah. Nicole Kidman ad, way more fun. Way more I fun. would I yeah. would go to the theater, watch the Nicole Kidman ad, and then leave, leave. Yeah, before exactly. the movie starts because you'll like it better. Elvis, I would stay Elvis, and watch. Elvis, yeah. stay and watch. Light it's a long Nicole time. Kidman ad. But nah, that's, that's not a slate on like and we'll, I'll talk about it for two minutes because mm, okay. we're right, never okay. going to talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think is, we're all, we all have caffeine except for mm, Dan right it, now, and I think that's very evident. Yeah. It's, yeah. Dan's also had an interesting <laughs> journey um, down here. Man Young, if you're watching, go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man Young traffic. Um, Lightyear is the most bland, basic characters you've mm. ever seen. It's so what Disney's problem is now, which is like we don't know how to write a character that's compelling. Uh, however... Mm-hmm. There's some cool elements in there. The what Disney does some different stuff. And um, Socks the Cat's great. And the story overall is pretty fun. And I'd say it's a fun time. If you like Toy Story and sci-fi, it's a cool crossover. Why not? Two, two and a half stars out of five. Two and a half. Two and a half. Well, guys. Just, yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Do you yeah, love sorry. it? Or you're, you're the rest of us. Or you, you hate Tom Hanks in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Honestly, you ain't nothing I but a hound I think this is a very Dan. fitting... Mm-hmm. Like podcast, the, the like Doja a very cat, chaotic, chaotic. The, the, yeah. the Doja Cat version or the Elvis version? Yeah. Which kind of hound dog am I? Uh, I hope you I'm the Doja One, one, one final parting mm-hmm. question before we sign off. Um, mm-hmm. Did anyone like the music they added to this movie? Loved no. it. <laughs> I love it when Baz Luhrmann does the stupid thing and stupid decision the of only, just adding modern pop. The only one it. that it's worked so was dumb. the Casey Musgraves version of "Can't Help Falling in Love." Yeah, that, yeah, that was a good one. That was the only one that I worked. The Doja Cat. Like that one. I mean, it fits in the scene, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I think it's the stu- it was it's stupid st- when he, it was stupid when he did it in Gatsby. It was stupid when he did it in Elvis, and well, I will I will, I will love it every Elvis. single I time. Hate the Doja Cat one made me want to vomit. I like. I actually so mad. I wanted to vomit. I really like that one. I like that one. No, the song's fun. It's I just don't like, think why I, is it in that I was, scene? Yeah, I was laughing when it was in the scene. I do like the song. Yeah, on its Doja own, Cat. Though. I do love you. Marry me. If you're watching, <laughs> I have no qualms with Doja Cat. That's not the point I was making. Well, guys, this has been an entertaining <laughs> episode of Good Soup. <laughs> much much like Elvis. Elvis, we have fits. gone all over the <laughs> yeah, map. Yeah. Yeah. We're no lingering <laughs> to the end and getting messy, so I'm yeah. Matt. I'm sweaty. I'm Danny. What was that? <laughs> the, the Elvis He's voice. He's doing the Elvis. Oh. Oh, that's what yeah. that was? Who's a better... Who, who, I thought it was a Joker voice. <laughs> who, who are you? Um, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> who is a better Elvis? Uh, Austin Butler or Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. What about... Good soup. Uncle good soup. Jesse. Good soup. 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 Good soup.